All episodes of The Way We Haunt Now deal thematically with death and dying. Many contain mild horror elements. This episode contains depictions of alcohol consumption and inebriation. Take care, listeners. This is The Way We Haunt Now, Episode 16, The Breakthrough. But I recovered. I recovered. How could I have a heart attack? I'm 25. The sickness wasn't supposed to affect me, but I beat it. This has to be a mistake. Someone has to fix this. I'm not supposed to be here. Anybody I knew. But it's just strangers. Please, please. We need you to calm down. Calm? We are dead! I am supposed to be planning my sister's wedding. I got sick and now I'm here? Why? I... I, I'm so sorry. I want answers, not pity! What do you have to do with us being here? Nothing. We have nothing to do with any of your deaths. We're just trying to help you. Help you get settled in. I will not settle! I want answers! Oh my god. Now the lights are going too? No. This is why you need to calm down. Yes, you're dead. But the more emotions you feel, especially anger and fear, the more you affect the living world. Like this young man who just blew out a few bulbs. I can't believe this. You're saying I blew out the lights? Son, I get it. You have every right to be mad as hell. We all do. But right now... We need to learn what the hell happened to us and what our presence here means. I'm not your son. And I'm not your dad. But I am old enough to tell you that getting angry without knowing where to direct that anger is a good way to waste some perfectly good rage. How about we listen to these ladies so you can figure out whose butt to kick? (laughs) If we can still kick butts, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mr. Henry, pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet all of you. I'm Josie. This is my friend, Lotta. And, uh, yes, you can kick butt, even though you're dead. Yeah, we're going to help you do that. But first, Lotta will tell you all she knows about this pneumonia or whatever, because that's why all of you are here. Okay, here's what I've learned. The humans don't really know it yet, but there's a massive pandemic going on.
Yes? Mr. Colwyn, we're here about a book you wrote a long time ago, and I... a very unsubtle hint. Trust me, she can't. It's not in her constitution. I just have a few questions, and I wouldn't ask it if it weren't a matter of... Life or death? Afterlife and oblivion. Oh. Well, if you won't be scared off, I suppose I'd better offer you some tea. I won't promise any answers, though. I've been dying for a decent cuppa. We don't have time for this. My butler haunts the best tea shops, to be sure. <laughs> We've got first pick when teas go off. What a clever plan. Do you have any lapsang souchong? Of course! What sort of household do you think this is, young lady? Such a strange household when you think about it. Six young people with mostly low-paying positions in such commodious apartments. <laughs> How did you get to that conclusion after two episodes? It took most of us the whole series to realize that. I grew up in London. Even a century ago, space was a commodity. That... Huh. That makes sense. So, you can marathon death's cookery, but two, two episodes of Buddies and you're done. Are you going to answer that? What if it's your sister? Oh, it is my sister. Then why? All she's going to do is try to convince me to go back home. Oh, God, I don't know if you had older siblings, but they can be so infuriating sometimes. It's like they think they know what's best for you better than you do. I had brothers. They mostly stayed away after I got sick. Oh. I took after Papa in that regard. I suppose, in different circumstances, I might have been the infuriating older sibling. Oh, we'd better switch this. On it! This week in the yurt, bakers must elevate this provincial American favorite. That's right, it's Snickerdoodle Week. Oh no, they're making us use American measurements. What is a cup? 
a dash, a pinch. Oh, this is going to be such a disaster. Snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle. <laughs> Snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle. <laughs> such a fun word, that. Is it a type of biscuit, do you think? I had a snickerdoodle once. It wasn't to my liking, really. Biscuits should be crisp, right? This was puffy and chewy and somehow soggy at the same time. <sighs> Maybe I just had a really bad one, eh? Oh, let's hope so. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Biscuits are gonna be the end of me. The only things I'm really good with are cakes. What if I reimagine the snickerdoodle? Um, uh, no, no. It's the skills challenge. <laughs> Best not be reimagining a biscuit as a cake in the skills challenge. But a nice cinnamon sponge, maybe? Who will like that more than a weird biscuit? She's still not picking up. I'm sure she's fine. She has the tattoo to prevent her from becoming a poltergeist puppet. She's probably still mad. You think she's still mad? <laughs> you think she's right to be mad. I just think... <sighs> You're treating her the way she was treating you. You aren't trusting her to be an adult and make her own decisions. But she's only here because of me. And I'm fine... <clears throat> <sighs> Getting better. True, but maybe she's not here only because of you. Maybe she's staying for her own reasons. Maybe she needs this. I never thought of it that way. But if she doesn't let me know she's actually still alive in the next hour or so, I'm going to have to do something. It's been almost a week. Please, just don't do anything reckless while I'm at work, okay? I'd hate to think... You'd need medical intervention, and your doctor isn't there to help. Uh, uh, okay. Have a good shift. <sighs> Parker, please let me know that you're okay. So, we've slept on it. Are we doing this or what? Let's do this. I still vote no. If we do this, we're probably going to cause a bunch of innocent people to break up. If we leave it, what, a few people get haunted and learn not to break and enter? I hate to say it, Danny, but I agree with Myrtle on this one. As much as I need more data for my dis, I, I really don't think the end is worth the means here. Are you all forgetting that we're dealing with a poltergeist? This isn't just some run-of-the-mill haunting. It's a big deal. Maybe it will stay contained. Maybe it will be the source of a never-ending cycle of tragedy. That's a bit dramatic, don't you think? I, uh, forgot about the whole breakup spell thing. Um, is it too late to change my vote? That's majority, Danny. 
No. This conversation isn't over. I refuse to... You're all ignoring me now? JFC, you step up to be the voice of reason against ghosts, and what does your team do? Ghost you. This is a bad idea. But she still hasn't responded to any of my texts, so what else am I supposed to do? There's giving someone space, and then there's being oblivious while they're in mortal peril, and... That was dramatic even for you, E. Let's just get this over with. my sister now and you don't need me anymore. I'll just go. In a surprise turn of events, our judges found all of the pastry the contestants presented competent. There were no soggy bottoms. There were, however, two clear victors in this quarterfinal weekend in the yurt. William, whose blueberry apple brie pie earned him a handshake from Mary, and Sheridan, whose hatch green chili apple pie, a recipe he learned from a distant cousin in the state, blew the judges' taste buds and their minds. Are you ready to hear the judges' decisions? Yes. Oh, go on. Right then. This week's actionary champion is, drumroll please. Oh, what's upset it now? We're watching competitive confectionery. Who knows? Sheridan! Oh, 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 oh dearie me. Sheridan, congratulations! Ooh. Oh, congrats, Ooh. love. You did great. Well done. Ooh. I'm never going to wash my hands again. I mean, of course I will. I'm a baker. It's kind of required, but that handshake for my mum's pie recipe. I'm going to make that pie so often my partner's going to get sick of it and leave me. Because how can I not? After getting a handshake from Mary, Parents aren't going to believe it. Me, confectionery champion in the quarterfinal. Well, Mum will believe it. She always knew I was destined for great things. But Pop, I'm going to have to make sure he takes a seat before he hears. Oh, oh, oh I can't quite believe it myself. Confectionery champion. <laughs> okay, okay. I better call. The poltergeist just attacked someone. 
Okay, now you're just making stuff up. That's pretty desperate, Danny. No, I have it on video. Here, I'm sending it. Holy shit, that woman went flying. Look, I'm not going to say I told you so, but all that woman did was walk up to the front door. That person looks kind of familiar. Isn't it the tenant? Ooh, you're right. So, if this thing is capable of attacking people who don't even go inside, I say we have to do something about it, despite the risk. I agree. Damn it, Cass! No, Danny's right. This went from maybes on both sides to maybe we cause some unintended breakups or the poltergeist definitely attacks random passersby. Uh, can I maybe sit this one out? Hey, ma'am. Who are you? And what did you do with my most gung-ho comrade? I'm a man in love with an elf. Damn it. I mean woman. I think my cousins did something to my autocorrect. Okay, we definitely believe that, buddy. Anyway, we should probably start planning for exorcism ingredient retrieval. On it. Anyway, Alicia thinks Parker has a right to be upset. And maybe she does, but at this point, I'm just worried. She won't even answer her phone. That's understandable. She's in a dangerous situation. Right? So I went over, but I couldn't even get on the door. The apartment tossed me almost to the curb. Ooh, that's harsh. Which is ridiculous, because a few weeks ago, it was practically slavering to eat me. <laughs> uh, poltergeists don't or really eat. eat me anyway, I don't uh, Sure, that sounds confusing. It is, because I don't want to be kept, but like, I did like living there. <coughs> And now I can't even... <laughs> Sorry, let me just... Well, isn't that just a pot and kettle situation? Huh? Uh, I said, would you like another round? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. You've reached Eulalie Reed. I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave a message, I'll get back to you. Damn it, Eulalie, answer your phone! Who could that be? Josie, do you mind? I do, but fine. Coming! Alicia! What are you doing here? Josie! Great, you're home. I need your help. 
Alicia, what happened? I was just about to say. Well, now you can tell two ghosts with one sentence. Eulalie, she's missing. Missing? Missing? Where is she going? Who knows? Anyway, we haven't heard from you, Lely. When did you last speak to her? This morning, when I left for my shift at the hospital, we were having an intense discussion about Parker. So, an argument. <sighs> well, yeah, and she's not answering my texts or my messages. Okay, let's go. Go? We're going to help you find you, Lely, and since she's not here, that means we need to leave. One can't say you aren't a woman of action, Lotta. No, one cannot. Well, I guess I can always work on these new clothes designs later. Our newest ghosts will just have to deal with hospital gowns for a bit longer. Why was Eulalie looking for Parker, Alicia? Eulalie is concerned that Parker's still over at Frankie in that possessive apartment. She's scared for her, I think. Worried that apartment has latched onto her in some way. Scared? Or... Maybe she's feeling a little abandoned. Abandoned? That's ridiculous. She nearly died. Yes. But for a while, she was very important to that place. Her place. She chose that apartment, and it chose her back. Now it's moved on to her sister. And she's moved on to... You. I mean, (laughs) you are definitely more special than a lonely apartment. But... In a way, she lost something that made her very special. A codependent walk-up flat that nearly killed her. Uh Uh-huh. You know what? I won't even argue. Human emotions are hard enough to figure out. Semi-sentient apartments? No. Nope. Not even gonna try. But it still begs the question, where is Eulalie? I have an idea. Let's head over there first, and I'll see if any of the local wildlife have seen her. Sounds like a good place to start. Let's go. I'll meet you there. I suppose you'll have questions? Yes. Well, fire away. But I feel I must warn you that I may not answer. A writer's process is a sacred thing and all that. We aren't here to ask about your writing as such. I feared as much. You'd rather bask in my celebrity? Acquire an autograph for your collection. Obtain a lock of my flowing... No. Ah. You hear about poltergeists. That's it, in a nutshell. I'm afraid I can't help you in that case. There was a time I naively answered questions about poltergeists night and day. I thought I was doing a public service. But all anyone wanted was to learn how to create poltergeists and not how to stop them from harming more innocent ghosts. 
Do you know how annoying it is when some jack wagon comes up to you and says, Hi, can I please, like, um, make a poltergeist or whatever from that movie, that horror movie, and just, like, do this, do that? <sighs> it gets annoying after a while. But that's why we're here. Well, not to stop a binding, but to figure out how to undo Undo a binding. Undo a binding. My dear girl, if I knew how to undo a binding, don't you think I'd be shouting it from the proverbial rooftops? My dear boy, I don't know you well enough to say either way. <coughs> Quite right. Well, I've witnessed my fair share of bindings. I could tell you all about how they happen. Share the gory details of what happens to ghosts who blunder into hungry habitations. Gruesome stuff. But undoing a binding, why, you'd almost have to get to know the poltergeist to accomplish that. Convince them to let the poor bladder go using their own logic. It's, it'd be too dangerous. The ghost doing the investigating would risk being consumed him or themselves. It simply wouldn't work. Would it? Would it? He's forgotten we're here. Yes, well, I expect he doesn't get much company these days. Tea notwithstanding. But he's made an intriguing point. Has he really? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't be of any help. We understand. I just have one more question, if you don't mind. Go on. When you said their own logic just now, what exactly did you mean by that? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> it's simple, really. Poltergeists aren't monolithic, even if we think about them as such. They each operate by their own rules, their own logic. A logic that stems, of course, from their location, their construction, their very architecture. A poltergeist in a medieval castle will operate differently from one in an apartment complex. Oh, the end result may be the same, but the reasons will be strikingly distinct. I see. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more assistance. I think you've been just helpful enough. Hmm? What's that? Thank you for your time. Mr. Colwyn. Yes, thank you. For the time. And the tea. This episode of The Way We Heart Now was written by Courtney Floyd and Georgia McKenzie, with sound design by Brad Coldrook, and voice acting in order of appearance by Becca Marcus as Lotta. David S. Deer as Henry. Maritza Rodriguez as Elena. Danny Spillen as Aaron. Georgia McKenzie as Josie. Ivan Davino as Assorted Ghosts. Kiona Bashvaleko as Assorted Ghosts. Arian Marchese as Assorted Ghosts. Josh Portillo as George Calwan. Margaret Ashley as Georgie Yates. Kira Apple as Mary. Eleanor Gray as Frankie. 
Marnie Warner as Parker. Allie Hilton. Jeff Goldbitt. Kirsty Wolven. Megan Gwen Davis. Natalie Hunter. <laughs> Courtney Floyd as Eulalie. Jessica Winston as Alicia. Lindsay Zanna as Danny. Paul H. Rollins as Nick Castleby. Tal Minear as Myrtle. Brad Colbrook as Cass Bradley. Tim Briggs as competitive confectionery host. Sarah McManus as Marissa, a competitive confectionery contestant. Alexander Doddy as William, a competitive confectionery contestant. Eleanor Anwen as M, a competitive confectionery contestant. Adam Lloyd as Sheridan, a competitive confectionery contestant. Dara O'Brien as the ghost bartender. Fill her up. Uh, I've been dead for a while now, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I've forgotten what it looks like when someone's had enough to drink. Another. Please. Uh... Actually, you know what? I do have something good on tap. Just give me a second. <laughs> what are you doing with my phone? I'm filling your order. Just one moment. Hello, listeners. It is my grave duty to report to you that Jamie Locke's complete tapes have been discovered, and they're worse than we thought. Mr. Arthur has her in his hands yet, and the others, they're all in grave danger. Her reports on the strangeness in Middleton, Ohio, I cannot describe them in my own words. Should you think you can do something to save the Melody Method dig site crew, tune into Ritualistic Podcast on Spotify. New episodes come out every other Wednesday. And remember, listeners, join the Blinding Melody Church today.